What is up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast issue. So today is it's December twenty second, um, two thousand twenty one. The year is almost over. Okay, around this time every year, I get excited because you know, new year, new me. Every year I do this. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't do it like the resolutions I don't make them for the new year like January 1st my new year um for me my new year new me is on my birthday so like that's when the universe my cycle goes a full year for me um that's when I change I let it go because my birthday's in May so it's like I get a whole, like, you know, five months in the year to, like, really um, work on getting myself together and see what worked. And then literally at midnight on my birthday, I'm like, oh, I'm implementing the things that I said that I wanted to do. So that's how it works for me. Um, But for everybody else, you know, it's that time of the year where it's like, you know, I'm ready to reflect and review and do some things differently and uh, definitely ready to set some goals. Right now my goals are to uh, meet, maintain my mental health because girl uh, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year and let me tell you uh, the devil the devil Okay, I, if I don't have nobody else, nothing better to blame it on. It's the devil. So, just randomly, right? I'm minding my business. Because this is what I practice. This is what I tell you all the time. So, this is what I'm practicing. I'm, I'm literally every day reminding myself, hey, girl, mind your business. I don't even concern you. Stop trying to people, please. Stop trying to do this. Stop trying to do that. Oh, and I just seen this TikTok. Oh, my gosh. I hate to love TikTok. Seriously. Because as soon as I opened it up, she was like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. And um, Commit to being yourself. Commit to doing things the way you want to do it. And don't apologize. Stop trying to look for other people's validation. You don't need it. All of the things. And I was like, yes. TikTok. Like, TikTok is like God. For real. <laughs> because, like... If you start looking up stuff and they start designing everything you need to see, it's like, Jesus, how did you know? How did you know? So, while I'm doing this, I'm trying to multitask. I'm sorry. I was supposed to do this for real three days ago. Um, I need to... I need to... Uh, I need to uh, get my passport. So, uh, how do we get this? I should just go to the post office. I mean, where do they have it? Yeah, they, have, they got it at the post office. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I think I'm going to just do that. Mm, I don't feel like it. I really need to. So anyway, um, 
TikTok is the God and all the things. So, let's start here. I was thinking, reflecting back on myself, and I was like, you know, why do I keep attracting the same type of people and the same type of relationships? And, uh, like, I was basically, like, really just, not just me, but for everybody. Well, mostly the people around me, like, within my family. I'm really trying to, like, uncover the curse, especially the generational curse we have within my family. So, like, what is the issue? So, I'm going to tell you a story about my personal um, family history. My mom was 16 when she first got pregnant with my oldest brother. And just randomly, right? She talked to me recently after I had quit my job. And she's trying to give me examples of how hard her life was and blah, blah, blah. And she be talking and I be listening, okay? So she was like, um... I just had to figure it out. I just had to do whatever I had to do. And I was taking care of her baby daddy, you know, at the time. She said, I had to pay all the bills. I had to take care of him. I had to figure everything out. So basically, my mom has always been operating in her masculine energy. She's always been a very independent, I'm going to say woman, but just visualize the w-o the woe in woman very very um not capitalized okay what do you call not capitalized words letters i don't know lowercase exactly very lowercase letters okay but the man m-a-n big uppercase all caps all caps okay so yeah She's always been very headstrong, very, you know, I believe logical, you know, in a sense, but also very, very, very passive aggressive and very, very um, sensitive and emotional, but she didn't really know how to place these emotions and everything. So she basically like bottled them up. And, like, carried a lot of stuff and a lot of pain. And she felt, she went through a lot of stuff. And she felt like she had to. She felt like, you know, she didn't know no better, okay? She wasn't taught, okay? So that wasn't passed down. So, of course, she could not pass nothing down to any of her children, okay? So that's what it is. So I'm learning this, right? I'm learning this. And I'm, like, trying to understand everything. And I'm going through it as well. So it's kind of like, girl... So anyways, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm really just like studying relationships and like the people around us and the dynamic and everything. And so for me, I'm just speaking personally, right? I always knew that I had to have money to take care of myself. And again, with my narcissism, like the trait that I got from my mother, it's a control thing. So I wanted to control the outcome of my life and I wanted to make sure that, you know, I control whether or not I got pregnant. I control whether or not, like, the things that happened in my life and how it laid out 
I needed to be in control. So, again, I'm operating in my masculine energy. And so, when you're a woman being very dominant and very strong-minded and opinionated and controlling, you're going to naturally attract weak, for lack of a better word, but softer feminine men. And so mostly like that's what I attracted and like those dynamics work and ultimately it it has to be a balance. So if you're a woman, you know, desiring a a masculine man, but you're just very masculine (laughs) yourself, unless this man is gay, like, you know, for real, he's not really gonna want to deal with you because it's like dealing with another man the whole point of a woman is for us to have different characteristics and abilities and one of our main capabilities is to be able to decipher and discern when to be a woman which is playing dumb and being nice being submissive and actually choosing to that's a choice you know a lot of women think like Oh, I just don't have it in me. I, that's just not how. That's just not who I am. I am like this. It isn't like, okay, but you can learn to like tame that and control your attitude and like work on yourself. And that's another thing I want to talk about because um, a lot of these things have been coming up for me about self development and my progress in life and whatever. And I'm like, okay, I really just been reading a lot of things, watching a lot of videos, and like absorbing all of this information and I kind of just been wishing on a star like oh hopefully it's go to sleep and like I can soak it all up and just apply it right no like <sighs> the universe and God is telling me that I really have to do the work and I have to go within to discover and find out and work on the things that I need to work on because it's not going to I'm not going to get better if I don't do the work it doesn't matter how many books I read. It doesn't matter all of the information that is poured into me until I actually do the work, which is like, you know, journaling and actually really going back in my past and really reflecting and realizing like, yo, I was tripping. And why did I do that? And really just understanding and asking myself the questions and, and getting the answers from myself because I feel like... Although I would love to go to therapy, I feel like I can really self-therapy myself. And I know the things that I want to unlock within myself. And I know that everything I need is within me. And I know that if I pray and ask God, that it will be given to me. That's what I know. That's what I believe. So, there's my little spirituality thing. But, yeah, so... I just know that you can't fake your way through it, okay? So I was really trying to apply that to myself because I was trying to act like, oh, if I just do my gender role and, you know, I've been studying a lot of women, you know, who are married or whatever. And I'm like, if I just pretend... But it's like, you only can go so far with that. And you really don't want to have that not solid foundation. Because at some point, the resentment is going to stir. And you're really going to be like, you know what? 
I never was like this in the, in the first place. I never liked how you did that. And I always thought you should do this. And all of the things that could have been avoided because you weren't honest. I felt like authenticity is necessary for everything. And I felt like you should want somebody to like you for who you are and not like you for who you are and not like you for being somebody that you're not. Because at the end of the day, you just want real love, right? So going back to my comparison or whatever, um, I was trying to think of something to talk about on the podcast. And I was like, a lot of... A lot of women, whatever, myself, for example, um, women spend money on men that are financially disadvantaged um, for their time, right? So, we all know it's, it's no secret that women want love and crave validation and attention, okay? Men know it. Some women know it. I feel like all women know it, but we're just in denial about it. We're like, oh, no, I don't need, I don't need. Yeah, it's human nature, okay? And I feel like it's with men, too, but it's less, like, I don't know. They don't, I feel like men don't need, like, superficial validation from women. Like, I feel like that's why it be... You know, men men more so can settle with like uh, not their preference uh, versus women because um, I feel like men are very simple beings at being satisfied with life. So if like if all of the other needs are being met, but she's not the baddest chick, it's like mm, I'll take this over the bad chick because. You can have a bad chick with a bad attitude, nasty attitude, hygiene, all of the things. And it's like, why would I go through hell with her just because she looked good on my arm instead of having peace over there? But men, I feel like it takes them. It depends on the man because a lot of men, because I'm not going to put an age. You can never like really box men up. Men are like. Really complex being. You think they're simple, but they're not. They're not. And some of them, like, if you really go through the layers of some men, they're very predatory, very freaking manipulative, very controlling, very just, like, scary monsters, if I'm being honest. I'm, I got to go through and heal that, okay? I know. I'm talking negatively, but that's just what I'm feeling right now, okay? So, yeah. So, I basically say that women with money, you know, it's the hyper... No, that's not hypergamy. Hypergamy is when you have a lot of money and you want the man to make more money than you so y'all can be successful. Um, This is being a dusty. <laughs> this is being a dust bunny and attracting a dusty who, you know, he can't do it for himself, but you basically have him and pay for a boyfriend because... Um, Because uh, the man or the woman you're the the woman that you should be 
you don't want to be here because you don't want to work on her. So instead of doing that, you go for somebody who you can control. And a man who needs money or needs a place to stay or whatever, whatever, like, girl, you you the boss. You the man. You know, he going to do whatever. He going to cook, clean, whatever. It's some men that be, like, house husbands and house boyfriends and, like, you know, all they really got to do is show up and look good for the pictures, you know. It look like they providing. It look like, you know, he's going to work. But really, he all day, he, he's at home all day playing the game. He down the street with his homeboys. He selling dope half part-time. Like, he don't really, he can't keep a job for real. He in and out of temp services, like, you know, but... He's the walking male image, and, like, that's good enough because at the end of the day, a woman with money, she don't really got a lot of time to be chasing after a dude with money who has no time. So that's where that dynamic just, like, it doesn't work because women, you be seeing, like, some good women with some buns. You're like, Why? Look at you. You you're very beautiful. You have a lot of money. You got a good job. Why are you with why are you with Tyrone? And she's like, Well, first of all, Tyrone is excited, okay? He puts it down in the bedroom and uh he has time for me, okay? Why would I be chasing Tom who's always at work and all these girls always up in his DM. He always chasing after all the other girls. Why, why, why would I be, okay, when I could just pay for this dude time. I could just pay for this, this, um, you know. I could just pay for the D. I could just, it'll be here. He could drive my car. At least I know he'll be picking me up from work. Versus like having time and you like never see time because he's always at work. He's always doing this. He's always doing that. Blah, blah, blah. And you don't have time to give her the attention and the love that she's craving, right? Okay. So, that's what I wrote. A dude with money has no time and he can't be bought. And is addicted to making money and all the attractions that come with making money um, and being seen, which makes it less desirable to be committed and under one woman. When she doesn't meet all his needs and she makes everything about her. Uh, women, that's just something that comes with women, our ego. And it's like, we live, breathe, and die like I'm a woman. Like, do you know who I am? I'm a woman. <laughs> Be like, what else are you? Okay, you have a vagina. What else? Do you know how many women there are who have vaginas? Yours is not special. And she like, uh-uh, uh-uh. You ain't had this one before. You're like, trust me. I've had that one before, and I've had better, and I've had worse. So what you're telling me is, like, the demand for it, because it's so much, it's a surplus of it. I mean, yours can't be, like, unless you're, like, a virgin. So it's like, if every if somebody else has had it before, and you're... You and me now, it can't be that good. Because <laughs> why didn't he keep you? Why didn't he marry you if it's that good, girl? Yeah. You got to know that your unique 
personality and capabilities characteristic is what builds you up as a woman and you just you know gotta figure out what else you have to provide other than vagina you know it just is what it is um yeah man with money oh my goodness and that just really brings me back to the, the guy I was just talking to in a situation a while ago uh oh my goodness <laughs> It triggers me every time I think about it. Every time I talk about it. So I'm like, I need to keep talking about it and whatever. So I can get through it. So he was just always at work or whatever. But like he would go to work. He had just really nine to five, really. But then as soon as he got off work, he wanted to do Uber. Go pick up orders and drop orders off. And I was like... Okay, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He was living above his means. So I understood. And I was really like, okay, you know, he's a go-getter. It was really hot. Honestly, it was. And then it was like, not. Because I feel like I told this story before, but I was on I was on a break at work. And I went to his apartment and I spent five days there. Now, I didn't have to work. So I was like free all day long. And he will always be like, come over, come over, I want to see you. He just want to see me at night, girl. That's it. He wants somebody to sleep with, somebody to pump and dump, and that's it. And I was just like, because I'll be waiting around the house, bored. Like, okay, for one, I'm a homebody. Okay. And he was like, uh, he didn't think it would matter because I had already expressed. I'm like, look, I don't want to get in the way of you making your money. So, like, do it. I'm not going to be one of them girls who's going to be like, this is my pick-me line, girl. My pick-me. Like, please pick me up. I'm so understanding. I'm so, I'm such a pushover. I'm such a doormat. Okay, walk all over me. This, that, that was that. So, he was like, cool. She's so understanding. She's so cool. So, all day long, for the whole five days, he wouldn't come home till like, Seven, eight o'clock. And then by that time, I'm not going to lie, I was tired because on my work schedule, I would be in bed at six o'clock. So I'm tired. And it was days like I was cooking and the food had got cold and he would get there. He's like, can you make me a plate? And I was like, mm, I, really, I really cannot. I'm so tired. Really? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So it it. It was just a miscommunication, a misunderstanding. I was like, you know what? Okay, he's really more focused on money right now. Like, he doesn't really... Or I honestly kept telling him that he really didn't like me, which I feel like I was right. Because just some of the things that was happening between us on or on and off times, he would really express, like, girl, I really don't care about you. Like, for real. Like, you not it. And... It was kind of my insecurities coming for me, but it was like my gut. It was like my spirit, my intuition just telling me, like, he does not like you like that. Like, he loves to have sex with you. You're a girl. And I felt like it was convenient because of his schedule and other things or whatever, whatever. I don't know. I really don't know. Because coming to find out, like I said, I don't know if I told y'all, but I went over there one time and I found a box of condoms and... He was like, uh, we was on a break and I thought you was gone. And 
all of these things. But he kept on accusing me of cheating or of sleeping with other people. And I'm like, dude, that's you because you have the time and you're, you're doing it. I was chilling. I'm like, why would I? I'm telling you I want to marry you and I want to just be with you. Why? Why? And every time, like, I would be away, he's like, you sleeping with somebody else? That dude, huh? He would call him Tyrone or whatever. And I'm like, look, man, I can't deal with this. But I didn't mean to go here. I was really talking about how he was really more so focused on um, he'd rather go make some money than, like, spend quality time or whatever. And it'd be like that with some certain men. Like, they just value money more. And it's like, um... There are more opportunities when you outside or whatever to meet other girls. And really, you just, at certain levels and certain times and certain men's life, they just really um, don't care to be settling down. And it's like, you can have, you know, one-night stands or weekend girls or rotational girls or whatever. So it's really like, whenever you do have free time, because you got to rotation of five girls it really don't matter so you know you lose one you add one whatever it's like whatever but at the core at the top of his brain at the top of his mind was I'm gonna get some money because he was really striving to be a millionaire which is great but I'm just saying like it's just certain men that don't want the relationship aspect of it and so you can't buy his time and so even though I had money like I had money girl I had money I was coming over there I was buying stuff I was buying groceries and this man had the audacity (sighs) the audacity it was the audacity for me and I was just like you're not about to use me for my money and I'm not even mm -mm, mm -mm." I exited stage left really quickly and I was like I just don't want to get treated like this like, I feel like I really deserve better, and I feel like I want better for me. And, like, I would be telling people about this man and stuff, and they're like, why are you so talking to him? And I'm just like, I'm not interested in nobody else. It's really convenient for me. I really just wanted to be done. I really just wanted to settle, okay? I just wanted him to pick me, and I did not get chose. So, we moving on. <laughs> it was this TikTok, and it was like, do you wonder why people in relationships or do you obsess with people in relationships and something 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 and blah 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 I forgot what he said but he was like nobody wants you <laughs> and I was like my soul nobody wants me oh my goodness but it's not even that it's me really projecting and putting that energy out in the world like oh nobody wants me and so it's like giving me validation why I shouldn't work on myself and why I shouldn't why I should give up and I'm like I don't even want a relationship it's like I do but I'm saying I don't want it because I'm scared that I don't qualify for it but it's like like girl if you just try it I'm like try for what so I can get my heart broken it's like girl either way you're gonna have to experience life you cannot run or escape escape from these things you just have to go through it okay it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right and I realized, like, after this break or whatever, because I was like, look, man, this is the last time you can block me. I'm not going to, like, chase you or, like, because the last time <laughs> I called him block. And I was like, hey, I miss you, man. But I swear, I knew this time I was like, I'm for real. I'm done because it's, like, nothing there for me. Like, emotionally, I'm not emotionally connected. Like, we was just having sex, for real, and it was just, like, for me... It was just the companionship of it all. And I was just like, damn. 
I'm gonna miss going to the apartment. It was so nice. I really just, I just really felt like I had another home. And I think what that is with me is that although I have my own apartment, I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful for it, but it just gets lonely here. And I just feel like all this stuff here, and I just look at the stuff that I don't like, and it's like so much clutter. <laughs> I'm like, I feel, I always feel like I have to clean up something and like rearrange something. I'm always like looking for something, and I don't know. I just want to get out. I like everybody else's house but mine, but it's like people be like, can I come over? And I'm like, no, for what? I'm not a hospitable person, so like, no. <laughs> but that's just me being secure, me just being weird because I'm so used to living with people and it's so quiet here and it's so like, I'm always thinking of really what would somebody say about my about the way things is like somebody got one wrong thing to say and I swear you will never come over here again (laughs) you will never because I'm so sensitive to other people's opinions and I'm just like I don't want people please my space like my this apartment is my safe place and I don't want to share with nobody because I don't want nobody coming up in here talking about mm. That's how you, that's how you gonna have your couch like that? Oh, I wanna do that. And I, for so long, wanted to do things my way. And I just very vividly remember, like, I would try to rearrange the the, the um, living room in my mom's house. And she's like, I don't want it like this. I don't like it like that. And so when you have your own stuff, you can do whatever you want. This is my house. And I always remember that. And then, like, so once I got this place, I'm like, oh. I get to do whatever I want and I'm gonna have it like like I had my bed in the living room my friend came over and they was like why is your bed out here and I was like because this is where I wanted it but I'm not gonna lie I was doing an experiment I had some little water bugs coming up here and there I was trying to figure out where it was coming from which I did find out it was coming from the toilet so just in case but anyways um i don't know how we got here but here we are um what else the rest of these notes say okay um (laughs) it says i'm very selfish in relationships um i only go after what pleases me and what excites me i hardly offer anything besides sex because that's all I want because I don't trust people to be committed to my personality um that's just really just how I grew up in one of my fears and I just grew up on the whole phrase of man just want sex and so I in my head in my mind I was really just like programmed the fear of sex and what and the consequences of sex. So at the top of my head, I'm like STD pregnancy. So I made sure that I didn't lose my virginity until after I was 18. So, and then after that, it was, I completely closed off my heart because I knew that the first person you have sex with is the person you get attached to. It's that whole virginity 
attachment thing mm-hmm. when it happened to me <laughs> but it did but it didn't happen with somebody that you know I knew and I loved they were like oh make sure you're the first time it's somebody you love and I was like no nah. because I I didn't want to be that freaking heartbroken I did I didn't want to experience that so that was me again working out of my man my masculine energy and my control thing so whatever um, but yeah, so I was just having sex the first couple of years, just, I mean, wild, okay, wild, just wild, just wild, I was having fun, I was having fun, and then, like, leading up to, like, fast forward, like, a couple years in between, I started slowing down, and then I was like, okay, Cause I was doing too much. <laughs> like I don't like I don't like that. Like that's too much. So I started slowing down. And then now I'm like, okay, I was doing it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong, and it got to the point where I wasn't even looking at men and like really trying to get to know them, and they was really trying to like treat me like a lady. And I was just out here like, I am a hoe, okay? I am a whore. And so they was just really like, girl, you? Wow, you could have fooled me. And I was like, I did, I did. Um, But yeah, I, I was just really all about sex. I just wanted sex, that was it. And it was me trying to fill the void of a lot of things, a lot of different things. And I was using sex to, like, avoid a lot of things. <laughs> and then it got to a point where I was just like, uh, I feel really, really empty. And I don't value myself. And this is, and I'm not going to lie, a lot of these things came from, from me. And they're like, why don't you want to take time <laughs> and why are you in a rush and why are you using me and I was just like you're gay no <laughs> I, was just, I was just like wow I'm tripping and I'm like yeah um I really do respect girls that wait and blah 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 and I was like oh so this whole time I was thinking that Sex is what makes people closer, builds the bond, and like, no, it's really good to be friends and like really vibe and get to know the person, their personalities, and see if y'all mesh and click. And I was like, oh, well, you should have said that before we had sex, but here we are. Not all of a sudden. And here's the thing, girl because at the end of the day I've heard so many stories of these same freaking men talking about the girl that they made their girlfriend baby mama whatever she waited she waited and guess what they still cheated on her they still dogged her out they still, so I'm like women lose either way either way but what I do know is this that you really should put yourself first and really, you know, value yourself and put some respect on your vagina because don't nobody, everybody don't need a ride. I promise you, they don't. And it's, half the time, it's not worth it. 
And for me, I'm such a, like, really strong sexual person. And once I engage in sex, I'm just really like, you're mine. And it really, I'm really possessive. So, um, you got to know that I'm the type of person that I learned that I'm just not a casual sex person. And I do feel like casual sex is detrimental to women's health because just it, it, it messes you up emotionally and physically and financially sometimes. So, it, you really just got to learn to find your own way. I'm not going to try to, I'm not trying to say you got to live your life. I'm just telling you from my experience that I would not recommend it. Um, I definitely would recommend waiting for as long as possible because here's the thing. This is what I learned from my last situation ship. Um, he was able to fool me for a few months. Like his representative. He was just like this cool guy. He was very sweet. He's very charming. He's very mysterious. He's very... Uh, he had a whole kind of a nice guy, asshole vibe. So he kind of like balanced it, right? But then, like, once I started really seeing him for who he really is, I stopped playing. And I'm like, I don't want you to pick me. Please don't choose me. <laughs> I was really like, mm, this is not going to work. And he, his, his true colors finally came out. And I was just like, okay. I knew I should have waited because at the end of the day, I was just like, I don't like him as a person. Like, I will not even be friends with him because he's very, he was very predatory. I'm not going to lie. And he was just like, really gaslight me all the time and he's like I just can't be around you without trying to have sex with you and I was just like but I literally can hang around other dudes and they can control themselves and he was really just like it's just something about you and this and I swear to you he would pressure me so much and I would give in just in fear of shit I don't want to get raped. <laughs> and like, I was just kind of trying to play my role because I was really um, stuck and feeling like I wanted to keep going over his apartment and I wanted to, uh, like, I didn't have nowhere else to go. You know, I was just really using him as my comfort zone for that reason. And I was just like, okay, well. Do I want to be by myself, like, completely, totally again? Because he was, like, halfway giving me something, but he was also, like, taking a lot away from me and draining me and depleting me of a lot of things. But I was willing to overlook those things, but it just came down to it, and I was just like, I'm losing way more than I'm getting. And and I'm to be completely honest, uh, he lived really far away from me. And the whole long distance, the miles was miling up my car. And I was just like, I'm not getting no gas money for this. And I'm just like, it, it, was, it was days where I would like pull up and drive right back home. Do you know what a waste of time that is? And <laughs> for me, it's the time that I've wasted. And I'm just like, I'm not a, I, I love to waste time. I love to do nothing. Okay. But it's on my terms. So. Yeah, um, that was a learning experience, and I really just 
found out that money is not something that's going to drive me to be in a relationship because I was like, he was a different experience for me because I'm used to being the only one with money. So he had his own money. He was a go-getter. He was ambitious. He was working. Woo-woo. But I was just like, I don't like his personality and his character. And I was like, uh, I really need like genuine love and likeness. And I really need somebody with a better personality. And I don't care how much money he got. Like he, girl, he drove my dream car and he let me drive. <laughs> he had a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> And then that's when I knew, too. I was like, I don't even want a freaking Jeep. <laughs> that's what got me. I was like, actually, I don't even want this car anymore. And every time I see a Jeep, I'm like, ugh. I used to like that car. <laughs> he, like, totally ruined it for me. But I'm not going to lie. It was nice riding in the Jeep. But it was really, like, a whole epiphany and a whole, like, new awakening for me. Because I'm like, the whole time before I actually got in a Jeep. I would fantasize about it and I would just like really be like, oh my gosh, I would be so happy if I got a Jeep. And I was like really like trying to plot and plan how I was going to test drive the Jeep because I'm really not really a good driver with big trucks. And I was like, I wonder if I can handle it. I got behind it and I was like, okay, okay, it's cool, it's cool. But then like after I kept driving, I was like, it's really not giving me the Jeep vibes that I thought I was going to have with, like, driving a Jeep. It was just, like, blah. And I was just like, uh, see, this is what I get for, like, you know, thinking that the, the grass is green on the other side. And I'm really grateful for my car. I'm really grateful for, you know, me being able to afford my car and my gas. Um... Just a lot of things. And I was like, I'm so glad I didn't, like, try to go in debt to, like, maintain or get that car. It just really showed me that um, just because it look good does not mean it's good for you. And does it doesn't mean that it's meant to be. So, definitely, like, looking at other aspects within, like, people and, like, really finding out um, the things that I need to work on for me and heal for me. Because at the end of the day... Um, money is not going to be something that I focus on, like, the relationship-wise. Because I feel like money, you can get. Money is a frequency. Money is a tool. And I feel like you should, because when you get married, and I'm not saying you have to get married. I'm not saying I will get married. But I feel like when they ask you for rich or for poor, that means you're marrying this person for who they are with what they have and if they don't have it. And so you can't switch up because people be like, mm, he lost his job. It's not going to work. <laughs> and are like, ah, you're one now. You're a unit. So if he can't do it, that means you do it. And you're supposed to take care of the other and vice versa. But a lot of times we're very selfish and superficial and the gluttony of it all. But at the end of the day, do what works for you, okay? (laughs) That's it. Love yourself. Love others. Mind your business. (laughs) Let go and let God. I also wanted to add, I want to talk about this at some point if I remember. But there was this thing about, there was this video on Instagram talking about letting go. And he was like, 
it's really easy to say, you know, let go and forget about it. But like, of course, you remember and worry about it. And so the advice he gave was to really, you got to do something that's going to make you happy. And that's going to divert your attention onto something else. And he's like, you know, you want to feel happy. You want to let it go. You have to do things that make you happy. And so when you let go, you really like, okay, when you let go of somebody who hurt you, you have to love on the people that you love to love on. You know, you have to be around those people. You have to call those people if you have to make those connections more stronger and closer um, and not focus so much on the bad and the negative, you know, and that's how you let go. You don't focus on it anymore. You remove the space that is taken up in your mind and your brain because what you focus on is what becomes. You want to become greater. You want to become less worried, less angry, less this, less that. So you want to focus on things that are the opposite. You want to focus on (coughs) (coughs) good things. The devil was a lie. So yeah, that's it. Um, Have a good day and a better tomorrow. Um, Yeah. I think you should love others, but love yourself more. And you should pray for people, but pray for yourself first. And just take it one day at a time, man. Just have fun and relax, live, and enjoy. Peace!